4: Hi, I'm Kate Berlant. I'm Jacqueline Novak. And this is
5: POOG, an ongoing conversation about wellness between two obsessive friends. Two untamable intellects. This is our hobby. This is our hell. This is our naked desire for free products.
4: This, this is, is POOG. Today's topics, loosely speaking, La, La Mer. Felicity. Felicity. Dying, Dying upright.
5: Oh, wow. Hi, Jacqueline. Hey. I furiously, frantically poured a cold brew. Which is pretty shocking. We're we're clocking in at 4:30 p.m. a cold brew at this time of day. Oh boy! And I sort of knew, oh, this is going to be bad for me. It's going to keep me up. I slept 11 hours last night.
4: What's wrong with being up? Well, you know, historically, I've always felt I need one. I need I need to wake up one hour past the opposite hour at which I went to bed. So if I went to bed at eight, I'm not truly rested until 9 a.m. Nine. I See, if I, I love- got to bed at 12. Your- I need to go to one. In ideal
5: circumstances, what's your hour? Because I find for me, seven and a half hours is great. Nine hours is great. Eight actually s- kind of just sets me off. I heard once that mm. seven and a half hours is actually more restful than eight hours. Something I know what like you're thinking. Half of.
4: hour? Yeah, that's actually no. I'll tell you exactly what it is. It needs to be it's a hour and a half slash three hour cycles. Okay, I believe. Okay, I was one of the early researchers. <laughs> Okay, sleep (laughs) therapies, uh, various modalities, of course, you know, between 99 and 2004. uh, Just personal, personal work. God, Um, I love sleep. You know, I ordered from Switzerland, uh, one of the first smart um, sleep things. It was like, it was like, you put it on your wrist. It's a piece of technology that... No one had but me, okay? And it was before the Apple Watch, before all this, okay? It was a little thing you put on your wrist, and it sensed where you were in your sleep cycle in order to awaken you. This was because I had profound
5: sleep issues
4: known as...
5: Wait, would like shake you awake? Like, what do you mean? No,
4: it was just, it was an alarm, but it waited until the right moment in your cycle. Oh, You could tell whether you were finishing up REM sleep. I've always found it embarrassing that REM sleep, okay? that, That it's pronounced REM like, it's, you know, rapid eye eye movement yeah. section of sleep, okay? Like, it's obviously R-E-M. But, like, they've gotten sloppy and just they're calling it REM, which I find humiliating. Do you know what I mean? Like, stick with the I acronym. It. I, I mean... <laughs> Whereas I get it. See, I didn't know you used to struggle with sleep. I'm oh, blessed with the gift of sleep. No, Kate, Famously, as a baby, they would have
5: to wake me up to feed me. Get ready,
4: Kate. No, I, I suffer from hypersomnia. Oh, I did know this about yes. you. What am I talking about? Well, the 27-hour sleeps, uh, the sleep attacks I would have that... I then went, would, you know, miss Did the day job. Did you actually job. sleep for 27 hours? Yeah. Not 27 hours, Jacqueline. Yes.
5: okay.
4: And when you say, you mean you're going to so sleep and then you, you wake 27 up? 27 hours later. So here's what would happen, okay? There would be, there would be moments where... Brutal. Well, I just want to say, if there's an earthquake in the next 10 minutes,
5: I sense one coming now. I just want to say that now.
4: Okay, so as a kind of... Um, just because I would hate to have this
5: thought I would hate to have a feeling like this. Of like, is an earthquake about to happen? And then it happens and no one will ever believe me. And I just want to say, and I'm sorry, and I really don't want an earthquake. But I did the last kind of, not major earthquake, but there was an earthquake in L.A. several months ago that really gave a shake. Like, I'm from L.A. And I, oh, for many, you know, I was. the reason I moved. It was long enough to be like, hello? It was scary. I was completely nude. I had nothing to do. No, I Wait, hold on. But I just want to say, that the last earthquake, I, the night of the earthquake around 9 p.m., I was like, all we need right now is an earthquake. And I had this earthquake feeling. Mere hours later, a rumble was heard. Okay. So I'm just saying that if. <laughs> no, I, I'm excited I, for I'm you. I'm knocking on wood. I hope I'm wrong. But I just. And I'm we'll just see. You. Can I, you imagine if within the recording one hit?
4: You didn't feel the one a few months ago? Th- there was a big one. I mean, it wasn't the big one. By the way, another concept I'm obsessed with. I can't with. go into the big one. The big I can't one go into so the big one absurd lost too much sleep over the big one okay but no but i moved because here's what happened so there was there was an earthquake at my last apartment this one really shook me oh god oh i just want to say about no pun intended by the way i just want to say about no pun (laughs) intended okay okay there's no more saying no pun intended okay because what everybody means by no pun intended is pun intended that's what they fucking mean okay or they mean um it's, it's clearly a celebration and a leaning into the pun, which is why I commit to, and I know I sort of didn't just do it now, but I commit to just, if I accidentally make, you know, a pun, okay, mm-hmm. I'm just going to stone face it right on through. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, of course. And carry the fuck on. You're not a pun person. Exactly. The, the lowest form <laughs> of humor. <laughs> Some say sarcasm. <laughs> it's the lowest? Yeah, yeah. I remember someone oh, said that once. Oh, sarcasm. What? I deplore sarcasm. Oh, well, no, I mean earnesty, you know, is um Or do I? I mean, I don't no, know. No, we love sarcasm. We we love it yeah, all. I don't deplore Wait, it. Wait, hold on.
5: Take me back. Sorry, I interrupted you about Never my Never apologize for an interruption. I love it. It fills me. Thank you. But I do want to bring you back to what you were saying because i was riveted about your 27-hour oh. sleep.
4: So, of course, I've always loved sleep. Okay, I remember as a child <laughs> not wanting to go to <laughs> school and just cuz I wanted to sleep and my mother saying you can sleep when you get home and I would be like like, after school, you can get back in bed. <laughs> okay. And I, <laughs> and I was like, but I won't want to then. You know what I mean? I want you as my daughter. It always goes back to that for me. I Please reincarnate
5: as my daughter.
4: <laughs> but I don't want you to have to die for me to have you. Imagine just, just knife to the throat. I get control of my soul in such a fashion. This is where I can knife it to the throat and immediately drop into your emerging uterus. Um, baby. Yeah. Body leaping. All right. Amazing. So, whatever. Sleeping, right? So, yeah, I'd have these sort of sleep attacks where I'd go to sleep or I'd fall asleep in kind of a state of stress, I guess you could say. And then I would be deep in the sleep and then there would be these times where I sort of come to. OK, oh, what time mm-hmm. is it? <laughs> okay, and I look at it. It's like, it's like it's like light out or it's dark out. and I can't I can't interpret what it means. You know what I mean? And on, yeah. ah. okay, and then I'm like, yeah. oh, no, how oh, long have I been asleep? And then out again. OK. Out again. So that's the key. (laughs) So then I'm out again. Then years pass. Okay, because in the dream, it would often be these sort of epics Right. Years pass inside of the dream is what I'm saying. OK. Yeah. I live yeah. a life. You know, it's a whole thing. I, we know about wow. this. You know, I go to that comedy club in Ohio in my dreams cake that only oh, exists right, there. Course, yeah. And <laughs> there's a sense of urgency. There's also a sense of I haven't completed the dream. And so I need to go back to it. But anyway, I'd, I'd be pulled back under. So it was it was like, you know, I was only surfacing, but my body was still under I was surfacing to get mm. a breath of conscious life and then sucked back th- through the undertow of sleep. This drop almost, down you're again. You're almost hypnotizing me into sleep. I
5: feel like I can fall asleep <laughs> right now. I you're do have just that of talking, talking about it like people. this. All
4: right. <laughs>
5: <laughs> no, um, but I just mean you're like. Oh, no, right. Like, pulling, like, pulling into the sleep. Also I slept,
4: because I slept so long last no, night. No, right. The 11 okay, hours began this. Okay. Well, the whole thing is when you hit 11, sometimes now you're even more tired. Exactly. It's Although it's euphoric. Up. So this, maybe I'd wake up. Maybe I wouldn't. Okay. But eventually I sort of come to and I would have to roll out of bed, literally. OK, to wake myself, I, I had to force myself to fall off the bed. Did you, you see what I'm saying? So a hard thought on the ground would help the process. Right, and then I remember specifically up. in New York, stumbling down to the. Well, first, I'd see the roommate on the way out and they'd go, oh, my God, I guess you didn't go to work today. And I would start to plan <laughs> my email to the ad agency. and And there were so many issues. And it was like, you know, it was like the period of depression and and related issues. Right. And the effect on things like not going to work. Um, you go through the phase or I went through the phase of, you know, long a- a apologies, explaining, trying to explain the whole thing. And then right. you move past that where you're just like and you just get to this point of just like, OK, all I can do is apologize for my behavior and the effects it caused and let the chairs right. fall where they may. Right. It's <laughs> almost yeah, yeah. just like this sort of like I'd be like, so I slept through work. Obviously, I was not there. You noticed, okay? And then I like take out. Obviously, it's like what, what you know, it's, it's right, like, right, right, right. It's like I slept for twenty-seven hours. I'm sorry. <laughs> I plan to be in tomorrow, okay? And then yeah, it would yeah. make it harder to go back because I felt ashamed. <laughs> but anyway, right, right. Anyway.
5: Also, sleeping through your alarm is one thing. Being like, oh my god, I just woke up. But sleeping through the whole day,
4: yeah. I mean, there was. and I, I'm working on it with a physician. You know, like this kind of shit. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a it's physician, right? So, so. But yeah, the twenty seven hours where I'd stumble downstairs. I remember going to the store on the corner and, and vitamin water. So I'd wake up with this kind of thirst that could only be quenched by sugary drinks. Okay. And mm-hmm. I would I would pound two vitamin water like, you know.
5: When did vitamin, vitamin water launch? When was that? Because I feel like I such a clear. When 2002? was that moment in like health and wellness? Because that's like right before because it was like the wellness industry wasn't right, but it was yeah. like there's vitamins in it and it's like sleep, <laughs> recharge, energy, yeah. beauty, right? It was all of them, but then it's all just laced with
4: you know cyanide. I remember or in a in a corner store in New York, me staring at a vitamin water's ingredients and and a man going by. <laughs> it's <going, "I'm gonna laughs> pure <prepare> sugar. <laughs>
5: <laughs> it's very like, but but the, the labeling was genius because it had that kind of medical. Yes, the color block slash. Yes, it reminds me of Moby's music. I feel like Moby dropped an album <laughs> right when vitamin water came out or something. Like yes, why do yes. I this association with Moby and vitamin water? Well, no, I, think, I think you're actually right. I, I, think, think, it,
4: I think there might've been a Moby um, thing on one of the bottles. Wait, wait, really? I think there were a couple celebrity references. I'm Googling Moby vitamin water right now. Okay, see what, see what comes up. I'm do. i going to make I'm gonna, make a, I'm gonna do a Google as well, because I remember something else I want to check. Vitamin. I want to get the flavor right. That would right. be huge. No, it's... it's here's, what I'm, here's what it is. Hold on. <laughs> there's nothing. <laughs> wait,
5: wait, wait. Images from Moby vitamin water.
4: No, but you know what there is. No, there's nothing. Formula 50. What? 50 cents. There was a flavor called Formula 50 and it was a 50 cent. Oh, based. I think I do remember that. Vitamin water. God, vitamin water. I'm looking at vitamin water um, ingredients. No, the packaging, you know, you can't deny that they were first. They were first. They were on the ground floor. They were on the floor. ground floor of what has become standard. What has become sans serif, and I I, I only lit realized in listening back to Poog, yeah, that you asked on the last one when I was or on one of them when I was talking about serif, serif. Does it have serif about Juilliard's font? Okay, and you go like you go like what serif? What does serif mean? And I sort of didn't hear it astonishingly. Fancy myself quite a listener, okay? And so yeah, the serif a serif (laughs) is a little thing on the side on the end of a letter that gives it. And so much of the kind of millennial pink font is sans serif now. You know, a Helvetica, an Arial, those have become hip when they used to be another embarrassment.
5: (laughs) Wait, I I really am listening, but I just distracted because I looked up Formula Fifty, the 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 vitamin water Formula Fifty. We're coming in at over thirty grams of sugar, which is a Coke. And we're looking at like over thirty carbs. Anyway, we don't carb shame here. No,
4: but we know that I fear and revere carbs.
5: No, I don't. I don't fear the carbs. I
4: fear the the natural flavors and the the toxic ingredients. But keep going. God, I you know it's it's funny. I just can't get toxicity. Does not frighten me. Whereas I am frozen in my boots, unable yeah, to yeah it, it, it of move. course it comes up, of course, you know, hey, would you like the toxic one or the non toxic one? I guess first, I'd ask well, which one works you see that's that's actually why I stop it's efficacy over listen, I'm with you, and we will
5: and I want to circle back to everything that you're saying, but I texted you last night, frantic, because there was fragrance in a product that I was using. Yes. And I'm just like, why put in the fragrance? And also, I think there's dye in it. Like I don't understand right. why add the fragrance because it's never gonna
4: smell good. No, no. La Mer does have that nice do kind of Do you know Le Mer's mystical history? What do you mean? Okay. <laughs> I think you don't then, because this is this is pretty wild. So Le Mer, famously expensive cream. cream. Yeah. Cream to the stars. Famously expensive classically known expensive uh cream i've never uh very owned 90s it. rodeo drive kind of feeling yeah do a little reading about la Mer. Mm-hmm. it turns out that the reason la Mer is so expensive is because Uh-oh. it's spiritually charged
5: no it's not who's charging
4: it it's cetaphil plus the crystal basically what are you talking about <laughs> okay, not cetaphil it's um nivea nivea oh <laughs> okay, yeah and you can basically dupe Lemair with stop, Nivea. Stop, stop. I'm gonna look no, this no, up. No, 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 no,
5: no. Lemair. Hold on. Lemair. French for the sea. Okay. I yes. thought the whole thing about Lemair was that it was had algae and, and stuff in it and then I yeah, also heard of that of course you
4: can get in higher doses you and know, of course through, and, and I thought, thought that b- I, well
5: I read that the potency of La Mer was was radically reduced every time you open the freaking bottle which also goes for other products which leaves me breathless
3: I well, can't a, a I tub, saw,
5: uh, listen a tub is a tub is hell A tub is and is you're putting joke. your finger in there you're reintroducing bacteria every yeah, time I'd love to
4: get some La Mer. Um, oh but instead of putting it in a in a vacuum yeah. sealed thing that pumps air out as it pumps which I have ordered on yes, Amazon yes. in the past to transfer my goods into so that wow. I'm getting so there's no oxidation happening. OK, thank you very incredible, much. Incredible. But, oh, hey, um, instead of giving me it in something that maintains the ingredients of things, could you give it to me in a petri dish with a lid? Thank you. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Every night what you do is you dip your fingers into it, OK, <laughs> and you scoop it up. And the benefit is that when you scoop in the cream out of the pot, OK, you're putting bacteria into the cream for next time. <laughs> it's really bad.
5: It's really so it's bad. Additive. So it's additive from you. That is so repulsive. And by the way, I'm really scared. I'm really scared because the biologic recherche serums that I love. Yeah. Huh. I once saw a video of this woman, like a fancy woman, mm-hmm. and she was taking out the serum with a syringe because she didn't want to open. She didn't want to f- formally open it and then re and so it would oh, oxidize. I mean, she, she was penetrating with a needle. She was penetrating with a needle, taking it out and then pouring it onto <laughs> her hand. Okay, and that I is was pro. so,
4: I was so jealous. Except I, was I got news for her. Wet. Okay, I got news for her. I, well, maybe I don't have news for her. <laughs> okay. <But laughs> as the product depletes, okay, yeah. as she sucks it out, there's that. Air in there, right? Yeah, but that's less air than you would get. It's by less air than it. she took the cap off. Is it though? I mean, because something's in
5: know. there. It's not a vacuum. But the Lamar, but I thought, okay, but I thought there was algae. I thought there were, there were marine no, I byproducts. Think there is. But I assume it's also, it has to be trash. Also, it just smells.
4: Mineral oil is its second ingredient. Okay, yeah, hold on. Trash beyond. And petrolatum is its third. <laughs> yeah that little thing is what a like, laugh it's like a... okay now algae algae does appear to be at the top wait let me just let me just try Ooh. to get a proper our ingredient list now if algae's at the top you know i'm listening okay but the real thing that i read an article about that i cannot mm-hmm. source at the moment okay mm-hmm. is that the big deal with original la Mer had to do with some kind of spiritual metaphysical infusion or blessing of the lotion done which of course on one hand, thrills me. It's so outrageous, right? It's yeah. so outrageous that it's almost like, okay, someone must have accessed real magic because they weren't even promoting it. They weren't even promoting the fact that that's how it was done. See that this is I like. Okay, that's impressive. They're like, algae, hey, $300 for algae. Okay, this makes me think there was some real witchery going on behind the scenes for them to not promote the witchery. Yeah, their lawyers were like, you can't talk about that. Okay, and they were like, well, then we'll have to trust that people will try the product. Yeah. Their face will meet God. Okay. Wow. <laughs>
1: skin, maybe I'll start th-
5: using... Okay, here's the thing, though. If you were me, because now I'm, I'm haunted because there is a maybe a half-used jar yes. of La Mer that has been in my bedroom for like
4: three years. I have a recommendation for where you could use it. On the bottom of the feet? As I always suggest in the bottom of the feet. <laughs> no, I think, first of all, I have used old product knowing that it's filled with my own bacteria, okay, before, because, I don't know, I'm not that afraid of bacteria. I'm not worried about bacteria. I'm not that afraid of acne. But the point being. Uh-oh.
5: You I looked up, it said, after opening, use within six months. The La Mer? Yeah, so it's going yeah. on my feet. <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, 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 but here's what I want to say. OK, so what I've been doing recently, because some My products neck. come in. Yeah. Or face. It's not going to hurt you. That's the real thing. It's not going to hurt yeah, you.
5: No, no, no. It's just yeah, going to do nothing.
4: Not. But and I want La Mer for free. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but yes. Although does that influence the magic that is going is imbuing the product? You know, if, if I get free? it for free. No. You know, we, we talk about this a lot, but is paying a Magical ritual that imbues. Yes. Wait, no, but I want to tell you about these bottles, okay? Because this was a moment for me where I decided I'm not going to let the fact the product might be good, they might be too damn cheap to put it in a vacuum sealed, you know, the, the proper container, okay? But but right, it's another laugh. These pots, okay, okay. Oh, roll off the top, right? Well, because it's aesthetically
5: pleasing. It, it, it is, you know, it's the object is, is exciting. More yes, more than a punch? unscrewing the top. I think there's a real romance to that, mm, to the dipping yeah, your hands in. Yeah, I, I really like that. But no, it is. So you need to
4: order these things that I ordered. OK, and and what they are is some products already come like this. And I appreciate that. OK, they care about the ingredients that they put in there. All right. As it pumps. Yeah. It's a vacuum chamber on the inside. No, yeah. That moves with it. That's cool. OK, that moves with it until it's empty and then it starts again. So there's that. The other thing that I've been doing, the, the one thing that's kind of nice about the tub, mm-hmm. the pot. And the fact that you know you're supposed to use it pretty quickly is that you can. It forces you to use it. um, What's the word? Generously pour a generous amount of blah 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 on your fingers. Liberally. So I scoop it up like half of it because I'm like I have to. I have to use this in two days. Like because it's just it's if I use this a little bit every day for six years, it's just this bacteria, you know, frenzy.
5: (laughs) Okay. Wow. So there's that. Um, Okay. I'm gonna do some. Some of them are tonight. But I did take you away from, you were talking about sleep school. No, we'll get into that after the
0: break. Can I rant for a sec? Please.
1: You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors.
2: You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: Want to know one of my favorite sounds? Here it is.
5: Helps you for those quick real-world interactions.
4: Like how to order food or ask for directions. How to have a decent conversation with a merchant.
5: And who doesn't want to go on
4: vacation and know the language? Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription. But only for our listeners at babbel.com slash poog. Get 60% off at babble.com slash poog.
5: Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash poog. Rules and restrictions may apply.
0: Bean Dad. The Dress. 30 to 50 feral hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus, where every week I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who were they? Together, we probably won't be able to properly log out, but we can take a walk down scary internet memory lane and see one day a little more clearly. Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Sink into your
4: couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu.
5: Don't want to find out how he met their mother? Then go back with the Dunfees. Okay, so I, I, I blame myself. I took us off course, but I do want to hear about what you were saying about I sleep know. school. It felt and- good talking about skin again.
4: <laughs> I know. Um, it's where I go oh, to hide skin, from my emotions. It's sensational in there. Sl- yeah. So wait, did you say sleep school? Yeah, I did. That's interesting. Why did I say that? Well, sleep school is a great idea. Well, you know what? I did try to educate. But one time, OK, with all my various sleep issues, one thing I tried to do once was I decided, like anything else you need to practice in this <laughs> life, OK, to, to try to try to break habits and whatever. OK. And so I decided, soaring on caffeine, that I was going to practice this while I'm living at home, barely employed. Right. I mean, and. I saw you admiring your own sweatshirt, a decolletage, decollete. By the way, very eager for Lancer's decollete contour fusion. um, What? uh, Because it has snail, uh, not snail mucin, one of my favorite products, of course, but snail, uh, Kono snail peptide, synthetic uh, peptide complex.
5: I'm dizzy, I'm dizzy. Uh, This
4: week has been all about snake and snail peptides for me, but anyway. Snake? Oh yeah, venom. venom, venom, snail venom, cone snail venom, and and synthetic. So there's a product called Sin Ake. Then there's then there's XEP thirty or XEP eighteen. I can't remember. Anyway, when you say snake. I just want to say kind of a healing mantra.
5: I've, I think it's a mm-hmm. Ram Dass thing, but I like it. It's about transformation. Mm-hmm. And he says, mm-hmm. I think it's Ram Dass, You can't rip the skin off a snake. Damn. About like shedding, you know, and like a new skin.
4: Oh, damn. and I've been really liking that lately. Well, that's ge- that's very generous because I always think. Well, hey. Sure, you can.
5: <laughs> you want to rip this kid off. off?
4: Yeah. Sure, you can with a little grit. No, I always want rapid transformation. It's, we all do. I know.
5: It sucks that change takes time. It's one of the most devastating realities we have to it's face. Disgusting. I have no
4: interest like, in it. I'm like, it. Aren't we, I aren't want we it beyond now. that now? Aren't we beyond um, literally time based unfoldings? Really quickly, I want to ask you do you find that your
5: moods, because I, I, I don't know if I have like, when I think about myself and my mm-hmm, moods, mm-hmm. like, for example, this morning I was driving and I had this moment of like shocking euphoria. Like I was like, it's <laughs> all like I just felt I was like, ah, like I felt just, like mm. completely imbued with like, <laughs> with like it's like magical gratitude slammed into a wall. And then time. running alongside <laughs> that was like, don't crash, don't crash, don't crash, don't crash, you know, because I was driving. Mm. But I was like, yeah. I'm sailing. I'm sailing. Like, I'm so grateful for this moment. Hold on, you know. I think about like Nietzsche, you know, like in the spoke Zarathustra or whatever, this idea of like the yes moment. I think it's the spoke Zarathustra, but the whole idea of like, you have like a yes moment in your life and it's like Mm. a steep affirmation of your own path and that all rows have led to that. And here you are. And I had that. And then like maybe 45 minutes later, I was like, you know, sad. <laughs> like four minutes later, I ha- I was right. back and I was like, oh no, and I felt it returning. Yes. Do you find that that happens to you?
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, the efforts to maintain you know a static and positive mood, uh, can't you do. know, you can't do it. And actually, and we will talk about this at some point. I'm not sorry. I don't want to do the on another episode thing, but I don't yeah. think we can get into it here because I'm not prepared. But the menstrual, the menstrual, OK, oh, yes, embracing cyclical nature is very hard for me. me. I want to be a diagonal line headed towards greatness. OK, uh, a perfect diagonal. The road right? is not linear. Healing is not linear, folks. The road is folks. not linear, OK. We make qu- And so, you know, it's, it sucks. See, but again, I don't like change unfolding on time. I want instant action. And that's why. I, so my only way to uh, tolerate non-linearity even be or linearity being impossible. Mm-hmm. Right. Pure line upwards is to accept the quantum, okay? And then that makes me think I can leap there, so there won't be a line, I'll just be down here and then I'll be up there. But things unfolding in time is one of the greatest indignities, okay? I know. Anyway. What? Wait, wait I have but I wanted to react to your mood thing. Oh yeah, there yeah. you are. So thus, is it spoke? I thought it was spake. Thus spoke Zarathustra. Isn't it like thus spake Zarathustra or something weird? I believe it spoke. But where the hell would I be getting spake? Wait, I want to talk about the mood thing though, okay? okay because okay. this—that is the horror of um, any moment of peace, right? I know, um, feeling it slip away is—is is, yes, and and you you have to, uh, you have to find a way through that, or life is hell, okay? If life yes. involves trying to, um, trying to sort of maintain a brittle <laughs> fence around your joy, right? Patch it up quick. Quick, right, before right, the pain right. comes in, right? <laughs> I know, I know. So I've always led towards invite the pain in, invite oh, the okay. pain in, because the opposite's so heinous. Yeah, yeah. But I don't also believe that that at times has led me to, you know, court and allow... uh Moods to take me where maybe it would have been good. I don't know. Ah!
5: It's just the relief. It's the relief of. (laughs) I felt such sublime relief today because I felt, I was like, wow, it's remarkable. Like yesterday around this time, I felt like shit. And then I was feeling Mm. good. And then within that, I had this awareness of like, see, Kate, moods change. You were down. Now you're up. You will be down again. You know, we have to accept that. that we're constantly yes. in process, right? And this I mean, that's the whole in yes. the whole and Buddhism now, I demand Buddhism now, right? I'm like I have right. to that's really what I have to do. And because it's like we have to accept you have to you have to remember right. that you're gonna die and be reborn every day and you're gonna suffer a million deaths and you should choose to die many times in your life.
4: <laughs> I mean, no, like, like no, you have I'm to silent because we should constantly I, transform. Of course,
5: I mean the answer is simply, of course. I didn't but know it's what to so add. scary. It's so scary. We don't want to die, but we're going to every day. Well, and be and be born again. And I'm thinking about Michelle Pfeiffer now. On a loop, can't get her face out of my mind. Why? Why, Why Pfeiffer? I don't know. I just love Michelle Pfeiffer. To me, she's kind of this like she's on my wall right now. She is. You're
4: kidding. Why? In a Grease two poster. Oh, really? And I have embraced hanging posters in my office, okay? Ooh. To remind me of the things that I love without shame. Okay, I'm not hanging objet and, and yeah, shit that means persona. nothing to anyone but me, okay? Yeah, it's for yeah. me here and includes, oh, the posters I've got. I've got two Scrooged posters. Wow. Two! <laughs> wow. wow. <laughs> I wasn't yeah. sure which one was gonna be better. Isn't that all the right. true
5: sign of youth, like, posterism? When, you, when all you're doing, you, when the way you connect to other people is through mm. the media you consume. Oh, like, isn't that kind of like the sign?
4: Isn't that like when you start to kind of grow up is when you. Well, one of the darkest things I ever witnessed. One of the darkest things I ever witnessed freshman year at college. I remember um, uh, the poster sale, the annual poster sale, the fall and spring poster sale. I went and I actually have footage of it. What were they selling? It's like the poster brigade comes to campus. Sets up in a in a in the Levy Center or whatever. Okay, okay, in this big center, is set up all there, and then there's just somber sort of, or you know, just students. Okay, just paging through, paging. What through. are the
5: posters? And like, the posters are are things and...
4: that they know that the college people buy. So it's this limited collection, right? It's like all the classics, and it's like Scarface, Amelie. Oh yeah, and not just movies. Not just movies. I mean it's um Che. I oh my God. Of course. The classic. Of course. The Che I mean of course the Animal House. Um that's, yeah. but but I'm trying to think of the other non movie. Oh, there's like this there's this image of these women from behind maybe this is an album cover. I know I can't exactly remember. yeah,
5: no, it's yeah. And they're painted, their backs they're are painted. painted. like, like you you know, what and... what is that? Oh, it's Pink Floyd, isn't it? Are <laughs> is there like, like, different Pink Floyd albums painted on like naked women's backs? I remember. Yeah. I remember. I used to be transfixed by their asses and be like, "How yeah. does one procure such an ass?" <laughs> and I felt like it was something I would never achieve. What fuck? What are the real classics? What's the like, um, Toulouse Lautrec, or what's the what's the French one that's
4: like oh, "Un shot"? Okay, you I was just gonna about? say <laughs> no, <it> was <laughs> I was just gonna say the cat. I was gonna yeah, say yeah, the yeah, cat yeah. before yeah. when you said Toulouse Lautrec. I was gonna say the cat. Yeah, 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 Okay. yeah, yeah. And that's sort of that one is everywhere. That one's everywhere. Um. It's you know it's it's actually one one of the hardest things to do in this society is to buy a poster okay um, <laughs> without crisis because because I, I and that's part of why I've been ordering them wildly um, to free up the pressure that goes on you know or you can have a single poster right I mean how do you buy art um, how do you buy a art print right with any mm-hmm. dignity right so so because it's like unless you really know about art yeah what do you love to do there I am scrolling MoMA's gift shop. Okay, talk about exit through the gift shop. The amount of time I spend at MoMA's gift shop. MoMA's gift shop is the, is the museum for me. Do you ever go to the one in Soho? Yeah, but online, but yeah. Oh, online, yeah. That store in Soho gives me a very specific winter, that thick building mm. that it's in. Winter in New York City, that red sort of brick of that building. Dean and DeLuca, two blocks away. <laughs> two blocks away. Wait, have, are you been big on, big on Felicity? No.
5: Oh. i only seen a couple apps. I actually am getting emotional. Wait, look. I actually think this is this is com- has- this is completely shocking. I can't believe this. A tear is starting to well up. I know exactly. I'm not getting it. Is, is it excitement
4: for me to watch it, or just mere shock?
5: It's both. It's also for <laughs> me. I think. I think the, the idea, like, you are such a pure friend for me, and you bring out like childlike, adolescent joy in me. And Felicity was such an aspirational figure yes. for me of moving to New York City and the people yes. that I would meet, the friendships I would have. <clears throat> And like, that's fascinating. I'm just thinking about you and I'm thinking about Felicity and I still want you to be my daughter. It's just a lot's folding in right now. <laughs> but I think that, OK, Felicity is a remarkable show. OK. Carrie Russell was one of the finest actresses to have ever lived.
4: Well, I'm a big fan of the Americans. So just
5: I haven't seen a single frame, but I'm sure it's well, it's and Matthew
4: Reese. Oh, right. I'm sorry. Cannot be beat. They got married, correct? I believe they did. I don't know. I, th- if I believe that she used to be married
5: to a carpenter because I was like, "Lucky bitch!" <laughs> and then um, she you mean left. for all the carpentry, yeah. And it's like, yeah, yeah, all the carpentry.
4: <laughs> Lucky bitch gets a shelf whenever she wants it. Coming
5: home at the end of the day and the tables being sanded, oh, it's gorgeous. You know, <laughs> something about that. And then,
4: <laughs> oh, but, it's gorgeous. But then,
5: yeah, I <laughs> believe her and her co-star they uh, got together.
4: Well, they are brilliant. The Americans is wonderful. When the actors date other brilliant it's actors. The, actor, the other one I yeah. love. What's the other one? Stan Beeman was his character's name. Noah. I just want to acknowledge him because he isn't one of the two main guys. He's just he's a supporting actor and he's fantastic. I can't help you because I haven't seen it. Yes! Yeah. I'm sorry. Chris! <laughs> Chris! Remember Stan Beeman <laughs> on The Americans? Remember Stan Beeman? Yes, from The Americans. What was that actor's name? Noah what? Yes! Emrick. Noah Emrick. He's genius. Mm. And we would see him walking around. You know, I won't name the neighborhood because I don't want to give up where he lives, but we'd see him and we... I never got the chance, but I just said, love you on The Americans, you know? Wow. I think go for it. And then last thing I'll say for all the Felicity
5: fans out there was that my mother and I would watch Felicity together every Wednesday night. Yeah, Wednesday WB. And eventually... She saw Carrie Russell
4: at the movie theater with Scott okay, b- What? Because they were fucking. Okay, Kate, okay, okay, this is not a goss cast, okay? <laughs> I want actors to feel safe listening, knowing that their secrets are not going to be Scott, revealed. Still, Data, you will bleep to this that. Day, I've decided a key thing. I would th- drop to my knees, baby. We can start bleeping <laughs> actors' names. We can still have the conversations. Um, Scott lives, I just want to say Scott lives in the neighborhood
5: yours I saw him at the butcher do you know when you try to communicate to someone that you two should be in love and that you would be in (laughs) another if the circumstance were different like like giving in a quick like hello uh of course it's
4: not happening in this lifetime but yeah yeah or just
5: like when you when you kind of like you have a moment with someone you're like we're in love but we can't actually be but like we would be (laughs) and so I once had that moment with, (laughs) although it was of course (laughs) just for me going to him but we
4: were at I was at the butcher I saw him
5: and I I
4: feel like I'm sorry to continue the gossip train, but I feel like John Early also saw him at he a store. He lives
5: in the neighborhood. Yes, John Early <laughs> well, has seen I was him. Trying to not. I was
4: trying to not reveal both of your... Someone could triangulate the facts, okay, slowly via, you know... I just and I, I just want to say
5: that his chemistry with Keri Russell and Felicity was completely real, and it was shocking, and it leapt off the screen. Mm. And <laughs> we should all return to Felicity to remember what hour-long
4: television used to be See, i have ideas that others think are bad okay that i think are genius which is like okay what if eight episodes of poog in a row were completely devoted only to felicity now now many would say that's a terrible idea what if people don't like that and then you have to listen to it for eight episodes well we'll separate the chif from the chaff you know what i mean poog could in in season... in season six for example the entire season is women who run with the wolves chapter by chapter. Right someone commented and I just want to say thank you for the comments okay I yeah. just want to say um, you know really appreciating the DMs although as you those who have DM'd, will note uh, I have popped in there on occasion to say please post publicly in the stories so I can share with the other listeners <laughs> ghost stories did in fact come in ghost stories are coming wow. in via DMs wow. and I am wow okay I will never screenshot against your will but they are coming and I've created a highlight called ghost stories um, submit your ghost stories but what were you going to say who knows Well, it's a great time in this sort of state of unknowing to slip you into the ultimate place of unknowing. The question that is, what is modern American advertisement?
1: Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series
0: Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways I imagine you haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Margaret Atwood, Questlove, Kate Blanchett, and Oscar Isaac. If that sounds like a varied group of people, it's because it is. I always wanted to make a show where one week we could sit with a politician like Beto or Wark, the next an author like Min Jin Lee, or TV titans like Bill Hader and Quinta Brunson. Basically, this is a podcast driven by curiosity and an abundance of research. Conversations where people actually start to sound like people. In recent weeks, I sat with Dan Levy, Ava DuVernay, Benny Safdie, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I hope to see you there.
4: Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu.
5: Don't want to find out how he met their mother? Then go back with the Dunfees Okay, so so I I feel I have to take responsibility. I took us down a huge felicity. Um, oh, I love pull. it. But I just I really, I Jacqueline, I just I have to urge you I really think you should watch it. I just really think you should. I will. I sometimes And it become... might be that there's something buried in there for you that, you that I can't even, like I'm having some kind of real calling to tell you to watch Felicity. No. It's like warm I milk. It. It's
4: so. I receive that from you. And some remarkable performances. Watching people at school though like makes me long so much for like school, school experience that it um me too it's it could be devastating i mean i still long to go to boarding school i know you know i just i'm furious that i never got to go to boarding school i would okay, have cried a uniform every night though. i'd want to go home <laughs> missing home well i remember we once talked about like what would you do if it was the end of the world like we all knew that you know the asteroid was going to hit yeah um in three days and you were like like run home to like crawl in my parents lap. Oh, which, like, that was you asked
5: me. We were talking about how we'd want to die. <laughs> and I said that I'd want to die like in my parents Rats bed my but parents them on I told <laughs> <laughs> Or I want to die. No, no. I know what I said. I remember what I said. I said I yeah. want to yeah. die in my mother's arms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. You know that's what, what I said. really interesting
4: about dying, but I think a hospice nurse told this to me, okay? Oh boy. Or told to my mother who told me something like something like this, but it was like it's not always lying there okay even when it's dying of illness okay what do you mean i tend to think like all dying of illness ultimately the final moment is like he's lying on your back half conscious whatever okay but someone i think at this hospice explained to my mother like no like sometimes it's really active like Like they're running around okay like almost like sitting up like literally like like (laughs) like (laughs) sitting up being held like being held like and it's like almost like yeah This is how I heard it. Okay. So this could be totally not true, but let's just go with it for fun, right? It was almost like holding someone behind them the way you might hold, I don't know. Okay. And it was like, and it's like, and you're like, they're sitting up and they're like, and it's like, you can do it. It's like, die, die. You know what I mean? (laughs) like, let go, let go. And you're like, you're like, ah." (laughs) okay. No, (laughs) that is amazing. That's cool. um, It's very, very interesting. And it's similar to. The way that we're not... Maybe we're not, you know, supposed to die on our backs, okay? Maybe it's like birth. To die on your knees. Right? You know how, like, you know... (laughs) <laughs> well, in a squat, you know, you're like you're you're the natural position for birth, squatting or whatever. It's like the natural position for everything. Yeah. And it was like Henry VIII wanted to see his son come out of the his wife's vagina. So she got put on the on her back on a bed so and, and therefore, and that's why we still do it that way. Yeah. When all that does is like close up the tube. Yeah. This is the same as the squatty potty. Another thing I was an early adopter of. You were. You were early squatty potty. It's true. I was an early adopter of the squatty potty before the squatty potty exists. You were. Literally, I was downloading PDF. Wood plans. PDF wood plans. <laughs> to build my own. Okay, okay, when that was a thing you could buy for five dollars, the PDF wood plans. Anyway, so
5: Wait, the hospice though, I'm really on the hospice thing because that is, that's remarkable. Wait, on the what? Hops? On the hospice Oh, oh thing hospice. of like, of like, of like dying, like screaming
4: and someone being like, go, go, no. die. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. It's so important that's to cool. me. It's so unimportant to me, okay? And so, so yeah, it's like, well, what is the natural, what's the true death in the woods, okay? If you were dying of an illness, what does that look like? The bed, the bed, <laughs> I see, the dying on the bed, right? On your back, yeah. With your eyes if we've decided that that's how you're supposed to die, then the medicine is all based on creating the perfect bed death, right? Right, so, right. So if we all believe that the, the ideal death is sort of falling asleep on back in a bed, then, then you're going to, you know, then it's morphine, then it's this, then it's that. I don't know. I'm not, you know, I don't know the ins and outs of hospice work. What if it were upper, as you're saying? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Whatever we push you so high, soaring, <laughs> soaring on uppers. Okay. And then you just you just hurl yourself, you hurl yourself out, and then yeah. I don't know. I'm very intrigued by um the crossing over. We gotta learn we gotta die better, folks. That I mean I just well, say philosophy wo- is, you know, learning how to die.
5: Yeah, I mean that's the and people who have you ever really been in contact with someone who's like terminally ill, knows they're dying, and is like
4: preparing for it spiritually? Um
5: I've never had direct contact, but that. I've heard not like, like a family a, friend not, who was, not like,
4: like a not like a friend, not like a good friend who I'm like yeah, not like if one of, if you or me were dying and it was like yeah. can you believe it? Like I yeah. don't know, like yeah. Yeah. not nothing like that. I mean my yeah. grand my grandfather was very like he just loved saying like I'm 86 years old, okay, yeah. like it's over for me soon I you live you love you die I did those things yeah. or whatever
5: like oh my dad's been saying how my dad's 79 he's been calling them he's been like these yeah. are bonus years he's been saying that for like six no. years or longer he's like bonus See, years. I lose my shit
4: I'm like you will never die yeah no yeah well my mom always says that like if she gets truly ill it's gonna be a nightmare because I'm gonna be like mad at her okay and blame her and and be like yelling at her like my to mom heal. also has been like please like, don't be angry yeah because like, i'll bring all my healing modalities into the picture okay and be like yeah. who haven't you forgiven <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know like we need to yeah. free up every energy unit and whatever but yeah my mom's big on like almost that kind of like you know i'm like don't do that that's gonna be bad for you for this reason she's like we all die it's this kind of i mean she doesn't speak Actually, no. Sometimes she does. As a Jew, sometimes does slip into kind of cartoonish, New York sort of Jewish. Yeah, you know, we're well, all gonna we're die. Gonna... Yeah, yeah. That's okay, my okay to, to kind approach, of reference that, reference, like... that, reference yeah. that, and I, I'm like, please don't. You got to shoot for an A if you want to get a B, right? I know it's healthy, but I'm like, guys, can you can you make the goal one hundred and twenty, please? We right. have a
5: totally chance
4: of you making it to one hundred. You know, I read an article sixteen years ago about a death
5: doula. <laughs> Actually, there was a there was a Mm. I'm scared to even say it it was a woman who I went to college with who was a girl when I met her 18 years old. And I was so stunned by her and so like floored, super intimidated by her. She was brilliant. She like had this crazy like ponytail that really rivet that was really riveted by (laughs) and I was super intimidated by her was too scared to really even talk to her. But I was like. She's cool and smart. I,
4: also, I was saw her. The pony itself, or the front part, was the was the part post band. Which part was crazy?
5: So the whole pony was on the pony was on top of her hair. the 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 pony, all her hair was gathered on top of her head, in this kind of. Right top bun that was really excessive and flopped to one side. And she was, and I just want to say, I was really taken with her because it was freshman year of college and there was a kind of a, like a first meeting, like all the college freshmen were in this big circle, like announcements were being made. Yes. And some guy stood up and was like, some orientation. guys.
4: Orientation. Yeah, orientation. Ugh, thank you. And some guy. Worst, words, worst word in the English language in that context. Some like
5: 18 year old guy stood up and was like, you know, said something like, you know, well, ladies, like this is my room, like my I'm in this dorm. Everyone, can, if you want to come by. Ew. And the whole crowd laughed she stood up and started just Ooh. railing him and was like, that's completely oh inappropriate. How dare you speak to the woman in this room like that? And I was like, kind I, of, it was, was this NYU or? This is Bard College. Yeah. She Sweet. was so cool. I was so scared of her. And then years later, I saw that she'd become a death doula. Mm,
4: okay.
5: And it was like her talking. And she was, like, <laughs> I, she was like, I urge all my friends to have a will, like my young friends to have a will now because a coconut could hit you on top of your head. She didn't say that. That's what I'm saying. But you could die tomorrow. Well, and it would be really nice for your friends if you were like, play this song, even something small, play this song at my funeral. I want this kind of food served at my memorial service. Like those little things really help the people who you're leaving behind yes. process your death and feel like they're doing something for you in your death.
4: Well, igno- many people don't acknowledge to others in their life that that death will ever happen to them. Right. Um, I was actually, you know, because it is our friend John's uh, birthday at the time of this recording. Yes. And um and I was actually looking at photos of him thinking of maybe posting something. So I was sort of going through all these photos kind yeah. of in that reminiscing same, spirit. Same. And I realized, like, I don't think that John Early can die.
5: Yo, like, I had the same thought. I don't, I, was mean, like... I don't
4: mean I can't survive it. I mean, that too. But I mean, like, he seems like someone who just won't die. <laughs> totally. Like, I just can't imagine him. And I guess this is because my fundamental problem with death is, you know, the absence of language, whatever. Okay. The inability to contextualize your own death for others. I mean... That's actually why you'd think I would have a will at this point, right? But it's just like I don't know. I just some people they just don't have the stench of death on them, and then and then when death when death comes, this is oh this is this is weird. This is weird. When death comes, I've found it's unfortunate. Okay, but after someone's dead, particularly if they've died young or tragically, okay, there's this feeling where you look at them and the death as part of their life casts this retroactive shadow upon their life obviously right? right um i mean it gives meaning you know yeah. and, but 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 it's almost like it seems like it should have been obvious <laughs> that
5: they were going to die yes like interesting. almost like interesting. just on a spiritual
4: like uh, like because it's so part of them and your experience of them being like the fact that they died That's that you're almost like how did i not know i don't know like yeah. I, like it, 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 it doesn't it you're talking logically about... doesn't make sense yeah. i just mean the kind of like okay so and so you know which I've really been thinking about their death for years, whatever. And so it's like those years before, like, how didn't I know? Because it's such a fact now. It's, it's very, I'm stating, you know, this is one of these things where it would take me a very long time to figure out the way to actually communicate it to make you experience the revelation no, that I had. No, no, and so no, I, you, I think you've communicated it well. It's really, you know, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's interesting. like, wait, but there's more. Not about death.
5: Oh no, there was something I'm dying to tell you about the doula, the death doula. I feel like I have to close the blinds in my home because it's now dark outside, the lights are on inside, and the neighborhood seeing me in my recording gear is like. You know, too you've been ashamed of this in the past. Yeah, I have to close the blinds because if I <laughs> everyone has
4: home studios. But if my okay neighbor in Los just idea, someone
5: look back and I'm in here like, you know what? Like like with my gear, like it's like <laughs> what so if embarrassing.
4: Speed f- rolls on through. Can you imagine?
5: Okay, let me let me close the blinds. I'm sorry, I have to. All right, I'll keep talking about that crazy? In your I'm okay, going talk, to talk about just, just
4: do it. Yeah. It makes you blind. comfortable. Wait, but there was something. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, wait, I do want to get, speaking of death, sleep. Okay. Speaking of death, sleep. Mm-hmm. I do want to yes. tell you about the sleep doctor. So I would have these, you know, these sleep attacks where, yes, I would, I would sort of come to you for a second, but immediately be plunged back into the depths <sighs> and... You know, it was obviously quite destructive um, yeah. to my lifestyle and uh, or my life or my job, gainful employment. And so I did set up and part of this was almost me being like, OK, so you know how I slept through work again? Like, I am going to this doctor to, to I'm going to the sleep specialist at, at Cornell, you know, whatever. And I go and this was a disaster. I, I overslept. OK, trying to go to the sleep clinic. OK, and woke up at like 4 p.m. And I was due there at like 430. <gasps> To sleep there all night. Yes. Yeah. And so I arrive bright eyed and bushy tailed, okay, <laughs> to be observed for my hypersomnia. It's so funny. You see what I'm saying? Like the whole point is like come here at night, you know, you're tired, you go to sleep. Almost like we see how long you sleep for. You know what I mean? Wow. That kind of thing. And I'm like four PM. I'm so I'm extremely well rested, right? Four PM, I wake up, I run there, I get there. I'm like, I just I, I've been sleeping up until like ten minutes ago. Like so I don't know if this is gonna be effective. <laughs> Okay, and they're like, well, you know, it's too late now, and they're putting the the electrodes on my head. They're like gluing them to my head with like paper mache. It's like completely ridiculous. And then, and then I get in the bed, fall asleep. You know, sleep beautifully for nine hours. Okay? Unbelievable. You know, after just sleeping for thirteen or whatever, right? Yeah. And there's like they're kind of like there's yeah no you you slept beautifully you know <laughs> like like yeah deep sleep uh, all night through and and I'm like you see that that's that's weird Fat. right yeah. like that after thirteen hours of sleep I was able to s- easily sleep another twelve and like my brain fully um went there. So it was it was it was um you know there was no apnea. <laughs> okay, there was there wasn't much. So what are they what did the, was that just a symptom of depression? Oh, sorry, no, I spaced out. I forgot. So so I meet with the the woman at at after this the, the head doctor, the head researcher or whatever. And you know, you dream of when you meet with a specialist, right? You dream of them telling you you're special. <laughs> oh, <of laughs> you course. dream of them telling you uh something a paper about right you now. And you alone, yeah. You would be the yeah, subject. Yeah. And, yeah, and yeah. the desire for, for something to be wrong, you know, that whole thing. And it's like, she did kind of appeal to my ego in this particular way, which, which what she said is, Do you suffer migraine? Like, have you ever or have you ever had what's the yeah. thing that where they scan your brain, MRI? I don't know. Where they scan oh, your brain God. and can see the so, lesions or whatever that migraine leaves. No,
5: there's like, they look like scars, like your brain is scarred by the migraine. Right.
4: So, so she says, you know, do you suffer, suffer migraine? And I go, no, I mean, I don't, not really, because I don't, no, because I know my mother does horribly, my sister does horribly, so, and I'm not having what they have. I have headaches and stuff. And she goes, well, the one other person who had the same thing as you have with this bizarre, these sleep attacks where there's no, nothing else seems to be wrong. When we did an MRI or whatever of her, I said, oh, you suffer migraine. <gasps> I can see it on your scan, right? And she said, No. Okay, she said no, I don't know what you're talking about. And the the discovery or theory was that she was suffering migraines without the headache. No pain. Because technically, headache is a right. symptom of migraine, which is a thing happening in the brain.
5: Have you had cuz I've had migraines that were like rarely where there's no pain, but I can just feel that I'm having it. Like
4: I feel a like kind of a weird body feeling. Right. Well, yeah. so so she thought that perhaps, I mean, it makes sense, yeah. my mother and my sister you know, both have horrible migraines. It would make sense that possibly I have the the migraine happening. And, you know, and, and it did feel almost like a thing that obviously stress and, and other kinds of things were, would cause. That's why it also was like, or am I just an asshole who like, whose brain shuts down because I don't want to go to work. You know what I mean? Like, so there was all this kind of the self-hatred Im- embedded in that. But anyway, I thought it was a very intriguing theory. Obviously I'm dying for uh, a scan course, now. Pr- always dying for a scan. Get me a scan. I mean, Anyway, isn't that fascinating? I thought it was pretty fucking. And then did interesting. the sleep spells that just stopped. Oh, so yeah, I was fired from the ad agency more or less. They they got, they got to a point where we quote reached an impasse. Okay, I had stopped coming in. I had put in a I, I put in a thing saying like I wrote up this letter saying yeah, yeah. trying to say I'd like to work from home from now on. <laughs> um, and they allowed that for some time, but then I started missing course, deadlines. So, you know, I was trying to pursue stand-up comedy. Um, whatever, we reached an impasse. I I moved back to the suburbs. Yeah. I did Kundalini yoga for a year and, and meditated and then, and, and, and then shortly after <laughs> and I, I met uh, you. Got got into all that kind of stuff and basically I I took away the stresses and then built life anew. And I basically don't really have the sleep attacks anymore. I mean it's like I, I, right. I, I removed the stressor. The stressor being what? Well, I found gigs yeah. that, that could support right. me that were right. remote and on my own time. You know, like and I remember this doctor, um, Because at the same time, I got a battery of psychological tests, as they called it, projective and objective, or whatever. I was going to say psychological testing. Literally Rorschach's. Have you gotten a Rorschach ever formally? Because yes, as a kid in your in your Uh, learning whatever days. Because sex, sex. Because it was like (laughs) no, right, right. I was like, I very distinctly, I was like, well, I mean, am I supposed to not acknowledge that they're all literally vaginal because they're all a imprint that's been symmetry, completely symmetry is going to, like, they're all vaginal, yeah, right? It's a vagina, so it's, like, but it's to, like, acknowledge also, it every time, yeah. And then say that it looks like a wolf in a chair. Right. right. And so I, I over-explained every single yeah. one. You know, like, I, I went out for 10 minutes, whatever, whatever, whatever. Battery of tests, whatever. I can't remember why I brought it up. Oh, yeah. The clinician was like, first of all, she said, after my whole brain profile, after she figured it all out and did the study, she goes, like, first of all, I, I'm, I'm uh, pretty blown away that you are not a major drug addict. She said that like the specifics of my brain, including the ADD, the combination of the various things. Right. She's like, this is drug addict. Like, you know, and I was like, well, I think I avoided it because I got on antidepressants early enough. And so I and I was so miserable and depressed that I felt like I wasn't going to fuck around with drugs, really, because I was trying to. But anyway, I loved that. Can you imagine? Isn't that fantastic? You should be a terrific drug addict. You should be like, I'm surprised you're not. Wow. Well, yeah, thank God yeah. you were able to avoid that. You know, it's all, people always want to hear about your clinical initiatory experiences, and I fig- I figure you'd be very curious to know about the battery of tests. Uh, it, you know, it's impossible to say f- for me to say whether or not any of that was interesting, because of course, deeply captivating to me. I want to talk about all uh, my all my childhood was testing about- and all the the learning disability, and the tutors and the all, <laughs> all of it. Um, Anyway, okay, well, and I just wanted to say, you know, actually, I don't know. I was going to, I don't know. I'm feeling some shame about dragging on about my, my, you know, oh, me and the advertising agent. Who cares? Whatever. Feel no
5: shame. I feel extraordinary shame for some of the things I've said today. But guess what? There's no shame here. Okay? It's fine. That was POOG. If you enjoyed POOG, please subscribe, rate, and review. If not, we will press charges.
0: or the algorithm, choose them, and what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.